Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the next episode, episode five of Excellent Excellente. Um, sorry I haven't been putting out episodes every week like I said that I would. I've been super busy. I've been busting my ass at work, so I just don't really... I needed to take a break off from everything. Um... Anyways, we're going to talk about a few subjects. First of all, uh, this wasn't on my subject list of things to talk about, but it should be today because Prince just died. And, um, I don't know about you, but I liked Prince. I liked Prince a lot. I liked him as much as I liked David Bowie. Well, not as much as I liked David Bowie. I mean, they were kind of in different categories of music in my eyes. But, uh... Prince was, like, hugely just a badass all around. I mean, yeah, he... Funny thing is, uh, I mean, he pays a group of people... He paid a group of people to scrub his presence from the internet. So, a couple months ago, <laughs> I go on Spotify and there's all Prince's shit and I'm like, holy shit, Prince is on Spotify. This is great. Um, and then, like, the next day I went to listen to some Prince again and lo and behold, Prince had just pulled all of his shit off of Spotify and put it on that new uh, streaming service owned by Jay-Z and Beyonce named Tidal. Anyways, um, let's see. Uh, anyways, it's just, it's, it's a serious bummer. And my heart goes out to his family, which... Uh, I never even knew he had any family. I kind of thought he was an only child. I don't know much about Prince, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not a super fan or anything. I, I liked his music, but he wasn't, he was not as good as Dave, I mean, to me, David Bowie was my, my, my guy, but Prince is second. Um, yeah. They had this, uh, Saturday Night Live last night played, uh, an episode where they showed all of Prince's performances and it was just really badass it really was I, I don't remember them doing that for David Bowie but huh just watching that last night I'd never seen any of Prince's performances on SNL I've only been solidly watching SNL for the past I don't know two years I remember when he was going to be on because they bar barrage you with commercials of who's going to be on, but, um, yeah, my friend, my friend Wendy, who lives in, uh, Boise, Idaho, she had just seen Prince at his, uh, I don't know, piano and a microphone tour, just like two or three weeks ago, and, uh, so, I mean, I never even knew there was anything wrong with the guy, like, but, you know, 
people are really good at hiding things, especially celebrities. Especially private celebrities like Prince. Ugh. It just really hurts to say that he's dead. That's such ugh, a final thing. I mean, we all will die one day, but... He was just way too young to die, in my opinion. Way too young. 57 years old, alone and in an elevator. <laughs> it almost sounds like a super sad title of a song. Alone and in an elevator. Or alone in an elevator. Well, God rest his soul if there is a God. And God bless you, Prince. I will miss you even though I never met, even met you, but you really helped a lot of people's lives. Bless you for that. <sighs> Moving on. So, a couple of weeks ago, I, uh, <laughs> okay, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I am the biggest Guns N' Roses fan, like, for reals. When I had moved away from the cult that I grew up in, I met these two guys named the Kolchak, the Kolchaks, and, uh, we always used to have beer drinking parties, and, and sometimes keggers. Fuck, man, those were the days. Those were the days. Uh, I can just picture it now. Uh, but, anyways, that's getting off the topic a little bit. Um, at these keggers and parties, they wouldn't really get kicked into high gear until someone would throw on Appetite for Destruction. As soon as that album hit the speakers of anyone within range that could hear it, the party got jamming. For real. So, um, not a lot of people know this. It's in my forthcoming biography, but, uh, Guns N' Roses being my favorite band has had a, a, a lot of great positive effect on my life. It's, I think it's gained me some friends. I would like to think that. Anyways, um, I wake up. And, uh, also, ACDC is a big, 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 huge, huge band to me. I have them tattooed on my arm. I also have, uh, this guitar in the style of, uh, Angus Young's Gibson SG on my arm. And, uh, not only is Guns N' Roses, well, they've been, uh, Slack, Axel and Slash were in a feud, for like the longest time, but they finally made up, and so Guns N' Roses is reuniting and going on a world tour, which I thought was never going to happen. I mean, I might have to throw down a couple hundred bucks just to get a ticket to get into the show, because it, it might be a once-in-a-lifetime deal, because Axel wants to retire, which uh, is understandable. I get it. He's all fat and old and ugh 
That handlebar mustache is so nasty. What the hell is he thinking? So gross. If he wants to do anything, he should cut it in the style of a Johnny Depp goatee. I'm sure he could pull that off. I know I can. <laughs> but anyways, so not only are Guns N' Roses reuniting, bringing joy to billions of fans all over the world, but ACDC is hiring Axl Rose as the replacement singer for Brian Johnson. Even though ACDC were dicks and kind of kicked him out of the band, I mean, he's still going to make tons of money, I bet, from residuals from residuals and everything and royalties from all the music that he helped make with them. So, I don't think he's that concerned. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be if I was in his shoes. He's probably set for the rest of his life. So, boo, who cares, whatever. Anyways, I think it's cool as fuck that Axl Rose could take over ACDC because it makes sense because I'm a karaoke master and I can sing Guns N' Roses and also ACDC and I've never seen anyone else able to do that so it makes sense to me that they would totally hire Axl Rose to create a somewhat new sound because they said that they didn't want a Brian Johnson copy. They wanted someone who could take the band and make it their own and I think Axl Rose fits that bill just fine. I mean uh why I mean why is everyone dogging on Axl when they haven't even given him the chance yet. I mean, I've heard him sing a whole lot of Rosie before, and he did a great job. So, I don't understand all this hostility towards him. I mean, hopefully he doesn't turn ACDC, like, not show up on time for ACDC. Are you fucking kidding me? He should, if he does that, he should be assassinated. For reals. Because that's bullshit behavior from the two biggest rock bands ever to exist. I don't count Led Zeppelin because Led Zeppelin is god of all hard rock. Anyways, moving on. <clears throat> Excuse my phlegm. <laughs> um, next subject is, uh, so I was, I was reading the, uh, IMDB news section the other day and I came across a story that I thought was fucking stupid and ridiculous. Sorry. Had to take an orange juice break. Anyways. So I see this uh, article and I click on it. It's total clickbait. Um side thing clickbait is uh stuff designed to make you click on it so that you get they'll get more ad money I believe I haven't really looked into it too much but anyways so I come across this uh this IMDB story and it says that John Goodman will never 
talk to Kristen Wiig again because she embarrassed him or he was embarrassed no because he thinks that she embarrassed him I believe that's that's the case and uh, so of course I clicked on it and uh, it's fucking stupid and ridiculous because the whole thing was John Goodman's fault Kristen Wiig was talking, having a conversation with someone else and John Goodman was trying to butt in and she told him not to do that and he got embarrassed and offended and now he won't ever talk to her again which I think is fucking dumb as hell because John Goodman's cool and Kristen Wiig is kinda cool she's a little stuck up and hung up on herself honestly, I mean have you seen any of her movies? Anyways, I just think the whole situation is fucking stupid because it's creating a beef that doesn't even need to exist, if that makes sense. Because, like, what if John Goodman and Kristen Wiig could make a really sweet project together, but now they won't because, oh... John Goodman's embarrassed because he fucked up. Fuck. That's such a loser type behavior. Tisk tisk, John Goodman. Tisk tisk. Why don't you guys go have some lunch somewhere like at the Four Seasons and and eat a little cucumber sandwich and have some tea together. <laughs> That's what you should do. Uh fucking ridiculous. Alright. Next subject. So I guess a little while ago, a couple weeks ago, it was in the news that Star Wars A New Hope was pirated. Which I find to be completely strange and ridiculous because as far as I knew, Star Wars The Force Awakens had been pirated mm, roughly about uh, two, three weeks after it came out. Um, I just think it's strange and weird that it's like news now. Because everyone in the freaking world has seen it. Hello. Well, maybe not everyone in the world, but enough people. Excuse me. I just think it's really strange that uh, something like that would be in the news. I mean, is filler stuff like that a distraction? It seems like this is one of those news stories like they point out in conspiracy movies that is just a distraction to get you uh, talking about something that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things to, uh, you know, take attention off of something really bad happening in the world, which is just horrible to think about. Ugh. Anyways, I think Star Wars being pirated is stupid and unnewsworthy 
and Disney is not gonna lose sleep over it. And if they do, they're money-grabbing bastards. Because that movie made almost like three billion dollars at the box office, and it only cost like I think 150 million. Huh, let's see, I got my desktop right here. Let's see. How much did it cost to make Star Wars The Force Awakens? It cost 201 million to make, so yeah, they made plenty of money to never have to give a shit about anything for the rest of their lives. But they probably will because they've got nothing better to do. So, I don't know if a lot of you people or a lot of you fans have uh, watched any of my music videos that I've put up on uh, YouTube. Um, one of the, I mean, there were, they were acapella, um, you know, like, I would sing over them, or whatever. Point is, is, um, I made one of me singing nothing but a G thing, and they blocked it from getting seen, and I wasn't even trying to monetize it. So... I feel like my feelings got hurt. I know that Dr. Dre himself doesn't own uh, nothing but a G thing, but someone at this place called Cock Records, K-O-C, let's see, K-O-C-H, um, blocked my video from being uh, seen on YouTube, and at first, I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I guess they blocked my video because, uh, whatever, it's their property, they can block it. But then I started thinking, and I was like, I think because they knew that I was trans in my video, that they blocked it on the grounds of me being a transgender person and singing of what I think or thought was a pretty damn good rendition of nothing but a G thing. You know, karaoke style, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it really, it upset me to, to think about that. So... I considered writing them a letter and possibly sending it to wherever it is Cock Records is, but I guess they're owned by a bunch of different corporations, which is just the biggest fucking headache to deal with to get anything done, and it's probably more than likely they designed it that way uh, to keep people from making such a big fuss over something that's trivial like this, but in the big picture, it's valid. So, whatever. Fuck you, cock records, cotch records. 
whatever the hell your name is. I'm really offended that you took down my, or blocked my nothing but a G thing performance. When, well, I guess it did have the background music, but it was just the background music. Why do you have to be so fucking stingy, fucking turds? I don't get it. Oh, wow. Moving on. So, have any of you watched, uh... <laughs> Uh, it's an IFC show, uh, called Marin, and, uh, I just noticed that they had the, uh, the first three seasons of it on Netflix, so I started watching it, and it's all about Mark, uh, this comedian named Mark Marin, and, uh, how he does his podcast out of his garage, which he does in real life, but... It made me think that I always wanted to do a podcast. I have. I've wanted to do it for years. It's just only recently that I've gotten into being serious about it. And like I said, I apologize for uh, not having a new episode ready last week, but I've been busy. Anyways, his show is fantastic, and it's basically just kind of about his adventures of just him living life and doing his podcast and it really inspired me to figure out how to start doing podcasting on my own excuse me cause I got an old desktop a new desktop, a tablet a laptop, a flat screen TV with an Xbox I mean I figured I could totally uh, whip up my podcast. I mean, why not? So, I went to uh, the Goodwill and I found a good microphone and voila. But, it was really nice to watch Mark Marin's, uh show on Netflix instead of IFC because I don't have cable. Um... <laughs> But, not only that, but I've uh, been a fan of his for years, ever since he was on early Conan O'Brien. And I've been watching, I've been a, a fan of Conan since, uh, the early days. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, I just got a crappy message on my phone from telemarketers, whatever, fuck those bastards. Um, let's see. What was I talking about? Mark Marin, Marin. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. So, before I was rudely interrupted by my phone, I was just saying about how I'm a huge Mark Marin fan, and his show has inspired me to get off my ass and into producing my own series podcast, uh, which you are now listening to. Um, so, yeah, if you aren't watching his show, I recommend it 110%, because he's really funny and he keeps it real. I mean, I, I think it's a fairly realistic portrayal of how Mark Maron probably lives his life. Uh, I mean, the new season comes out, uh, I 
think this month or next month on IFC, which I'm really stoked because I went through the first three seasons on Netflix, so I'm kind of jonesing from a Mark Marin feel. <laughs> um. Hmm. So it looks like we got six minutes left to yak. I'm a. Uh, Look, oh, okay. Alright, here, here's something great. Uh, I don't, have, have any of you, uh, uh, I'm assuming that most of you already have Netflix. I hope I'm correct in that assumption. Because if you do, then when you're in a show hole, the next show that you should pick to watch over anything else, if you haven't already seen it, is Prison Break. And I just ha heard news that they're bringing it back. It's been, can't, it's been off the air since 2005. And I didn't believe the end. But it is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Because just when you think <laughs> that they're going to get away. And they're going to get out of prison. And they're going to stay away from prison. All of a sudden, there's a huge plot twist that turns everything on its head. Ugh. It is the best because the plot twists are so unbelievably ludicrous that you're just like, No way! I can't believe they just did something that's so obvious! But they totally do, and it's fucking fan Fantastic! It, it is a masterpiece. Um, not not just a masterpiece, a masterful masterpiece of television. I mean, not only because of the plot twists, but the lead character played by uh, what's his name? He sounds his name sounds like a car dealership. Uh, Wentworth Miller. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I believe there's a place here in Portland called Wentworth Miller Honda. I'm almost positive that there is. Anyways, Wentworth Miller plays this character, the lead character of the show, called Michael Schofield. And to be honest with you, I've seen a lot of television, and I've seen a lot of movies, and he plays... One of the most kindest, gentlest, and compassionate male characters I have ever seen played before on main network television. I mean, his character is so cool, Michael Schofield, that you just wish that you could like get him away from prison just to see him live his life and be happy. Because he's so good, such a good person that he deserves it, you know? And, uh, I heard lately that after he came out as gay, uh, Wentworth Miller in real life, that he was having a lot of problems with suicide and depression, and that made me really sad. Sorry, I'm trying to burp. <laughs> Um, but 
his coping mechanism was food, which you almost never hear about in uh, on the side of men. You mostly hear about that as a as a female thing, which I thought was strange, but whatever. Point being is that he got help, and because it was he was verging towards suicide, I guess. Which makes me really sad to hear, but I've totally been there, and that's a subject for another, another show, <laughs> entirely. Um, I'm just really excited for the return of Prison Break, but to be honest with you, you know who I'm kind of hoping for them to like either kill or like right out of the show and that's fucking teabag I mean that guy is the most awful most evil most sickest character I have ever seen on modern network television he is like the ultimate bad guy the ultimate evil villain to end all villains teabag I mean the name itself just implies foulness, just like, just like, disgust, uh, but I must admit, the man who plays in Robert Nepper, uh, I mean, if he can make you hate him, then that's a sign of a damn good actor, I mean, he was also in, a uh, Hitman, I believe, and, uh, um, the bl- he was in an episode of The Blacklist recently, too, which I thought was awesome. But, I mean, I guess we'll we'll all find out who's going to be in the show. Hopefully, Sucre is uh, when it comes out next year during the 2017 spring season. I can't wait. I am seriously looking forward to it so hard. Like, the fangirl inside of me is all like... But anyways, uh, it's time to wrap up this episode of Excellent Excellente. I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, until next Sunday, be kind to one another. Like my hero, the beautiful Ellen DeGeneres always says. Be kind to one another. Alright, love you all, my fans. Hope you, have, hope you had a great week. Till next time. Mwah!